only interviews Batman. Hi, this is Bert Ward, Robin from the TV series Batman. You're listening to TV Confidential. Wowie, zowie, it's fantastic. The last one uh, was called Dancing Romeo, Dancing Romeo, and it featured Froggy. And uh, a big part of that was looking at a billboard, this I do remember. And it was kind of like a for Esther Williams type movie, and he saw himself. He visualized through, you know, the special effects of the time, him being the male in the, in the, in the billboard and the girl that he was falling for. But he needed to dance, and there was, you know, a whole little rigging with wires and such. So it was an MGM musical. It MGM was basically, musical. yeah. A Buckwheat was an equal to the other kids on screen. Yeah, sometimes which, he was even the leader. Yeah. at the time was a major step, but they were kids. Nobody noticed. I mean, that's right, what's took, one... took it seriously. Right? And that's one thing I'm, t- I'm taking away from those. Yeah. Buckwheat and Farina were just two of the kids. They were kids, stymie, yeah. You would notice it, and, uh, you know, uh, what we would see on TV, some things were cut out. We know now that there were other bits... That could be cut out that just never made it even in the 70s. Uh, you know, and some of it might have just been cut out for a time. Uh, you would often notice in the adult world, there was definitely separation. Uh, you did not see any African Americans in the adult world of the Little Rascals when you saw the grown ups hanging out. Uh, you did have uh, usually a maid that would be the Hattie McDaniels yeah. type that would be serving the white folks. And that maid might also have been Buckwheat's mom or Farina's mom. But when you were in the clubhouse, you never saw any distinction. And I don't know how conscientious they were of that. If with kids, you could get away with showing everyone getting along. But with adults, you had to be much more uh, showing those particular roles that way. With adults, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Exactly. But you never saw uh, an African-American doctor or an African-American police officer I mean, uh, I, at that time, you know, maybe Milkman would be the, the, the most you could get away with. But uh, they were always in that servant class, if you saw that. And there were many times you never even saw grown-ups. You only saw them in their world. But, Which was uh, part of the beauty of it, yeah. kids in the kids' world. Yeah. And, and I think that's why, you know, when we saw it, we did not realize that by the time we were watching The Little Rascals, so much had changed in mm-hmm. our country. We had gone through the Depression, World War II, another war, Korea, and the Civil Rights Movement, and so much stuff happened that, you know, we when we saw the gangs interacting, it the gangs, the gang interacting, you see that. But, you know, if you did see, uh, like I said, Spanky's family's maid was Buckwheat's mom in a couple of them, but you would notice that Buckwheat would be eating in the kitchen mm-hmm. and uh, would never be in the uh, the main house at that point uh, and then you, you know they might see buckwheat outside but uh, now, very interesting what you just said the word gang our gang our gang yeah happy you can't, and wholesome and innocent yeah it was yeah I, and then you it made sense in my head when it came out gang. I had to like they, that, backtrack that, that may have been a reason why they were syndicated as the low rascals the rascals right and uh, spanky to his credit. He worked so hard to get compensation for every one of them. He was successful, I think, within the industry and outside of the industry. He had worked both. Uh, Some people were very successful leaving show business altogether. Some people had serious problems. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stymie had problems. I believe Darla had problems. Uh, Buckwheat had problems. A lot of Robert Blake... uh, 
you know, well, probably, we know he had problems. He had problems, <laughs> but he was also probably the most successful. Uh, yes. Him and Jackie Cooper. Yes. And I know one of the silent stars whose name just escapes me right now, you know, was very successful. Uh, but I guess maybe Jackie Cooper and Robert Black being the most of all of But Spanky worked very hard when uh, the little rascals, as we know them, were put out on television and there were T-shirts and lunch boxes and they were being mass merchandised and none of the performers got anything for it because they didn't have any rights to it. And he really, uh, his own time and his own expense yeah. fighting on behalf because he was uh, better off than a lot of his colleagues, and uh, he he needs to be known for that as yeah. well. Not only his work, he did a a, a movie. Um, I think it was called Spencer's Mountain, and it was you know family of uh, you know kind of like the Waltons. Oh that no, that, that that was the that, that was yeah the, that was the inspiration. That was the, the inspiration for the wall, and it was Fred McMurray and uh, Henry Fonda. Mm-hmm were uh, the two older brothers in this family. So they were kind of like John Boy and Jason. Mm -hmm. And Spanky would have been, you know, like Jim Bob, but smaller. And uh, it was shown on the Saturday Family Film Festival locally, Channel 5, Tom Hatton. He interviews Fred McMurray when he was still around. And uh, Fred McMurray was saying when he made this movie, Spanky had more film credits than Fred McMurray and Henry Fonda Put together, wow! But you know, so but Spank and he was credited as Spanky McFarland, and he was like you know the baby brother of this this uh, family, and so you know Spanky you know did well. They you know Spanky also worked outside the Little Rascals, so yeah. not all of them had that uh, that fortune, and uh, you know Alfalfa, you know had ups and downs, and uh, he worked on another series kind of like the Bowery Boys, but it was called the Gaslight Gang, and, and he did uh, he 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 had a memorable scene. And it's a wonderful life, which a lot of people don't realize. He's the one who turns the key that opens the floor. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, and you know, if you look at him closely, you go, oh, yeah, that's Alfalfa. Yeah. But, yeah, so we, we went from the first sound to the uh, Dancing Romeo, and it's amazing. I just, off the top of our heads, we're just talking about it, but such an important early Hollywood history and then later on a very important part of television history. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-915-8054. 800-915-8054. That's 800-915-8054. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at 
TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.